podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. podcast i'm mick and i'm joined once again by jay how's it going not bad are you yeah not bad mate merry christmas merry christmas to everyone <laughs> did you have a good one yeah it was all right uh obviously the Liverpool results made it so absolutely mate but um the most latest one which was it seems like ages ago but it was only yesterday wasn't it yeah yeah it was and it was it was a uh, my game what did you make of it one nil to one nil against wolves marnie with the the crucial goal and a bit of controversy along the way. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> when it went in in the ground, um, from where I was sat on the left hand side of the of the Kemlin, I was looking down and I just thought, right, that's a that's a great finish. That you know, fair, fair play to Lana for the assist. And then you just look at the ref straight away and he's waving it off, and you're just like, right, what's what's he done that for? And he's thinking, what? Why has he been disallowed? And you've got to check check the screen behind you, a possible handball, and you think, right, well, well, Lana's obviously handball it then. But then you're thinking. Well, let's have a look. And the longer it went on, the more I thought he's going to give this. Yeah, you know. So I mean, no, I'd, I'd watched it when I came back home, and you and you can see straight away it comes off his shoulder. It's a yeah. great little, great little <clears> touch, <throat> isn't it? It's so, great, yeah, it's good. and yeah, it's a good, you know, sound little finish. Difficult, difficult game overall. I thought I thought Wolves were fantastic uh, were in parts good. of that game. Second half, especially. They yeah, were great definitely. Yeah, I mean, you know, you look you look at the letter of the law, and they were unlucky not to make it one all because for where I was sat, it was. I, I couldn't see an offside and when they were checking for it I thought what are they looking for yeah. I didn't realise it was the initial ball out mm. wide it's crazy it's... I think you can't sell it like when I watched it in mine the first of the first goal I didn't celebrate it right because the way Lalana provided that assist I was like that looks like a handball to me mm. in real time yeah. and I thought fuck's sake so I was just kind of sat there like and it kind of does the game doesn't seem as exciting because you're not celebrating you're celebrating and but you don't want to because you, you, it might get ruled out. So you're not really, I don't know. Just take a bit of the fun away. I know that they wanted to bring this in and all cl- clubs agreed to it so they could get to the end result of everyone getting the like the, the decisions made correctly. Mm. But it takes a bit of the joy out of the game. And that's why I didn't celebrate it. And then when you went, obviously when you have the benefits of all the replays and all that. It's you true. You see. don't feel like you've celebrated a goal, do you? No. You know, and it's it's really, really frustrating. I think at the end of the day, it's the, the law has to be changed. It's not just the VAR that's the problem, it's the in- interpretation of the actual law itself. Um, again, I feel so sorry for Wolves. You know, I was speaking to a Wolves fan in the pub after the game and he was absolutely fuming and I don't blame him because whether it's a millimetre, you know, a hair or a foot, it doesn't really matter. No. You know, offside is offside, I do get that. But I do think on sometimes you've got to give the benefit of the doubt yeah, all this thing about daylight, it's fair enough. Yeah. But, it, it, again, it's just open to, to interpretation. And the fume that has come out of it against us, which is brilliant, I'm loving, by the way. I'm absolutely loving all the fume <laughs> that's coming in it and yeah. all the hate against us. But what I need to point out with a lot of people is we've we fell victim of VAR more than we've had an advantage from it. I mean, we exactly. look at armpit gate with Firmino. Yeah. Uh, the Mane off, uh, goal that was offside against Watford. You know, there's been plenty of incidents Close. where we've, we should have had penalties and they're just not... Um, you know the Copite 
Twitter feed put one up, didn't they? Uh, you put one up earlier, uh, and it was a thread of all the stuff that's gone against us. Yeah. If it wasn't for, and you forget about something like obviously the ones you've just noted there. Then there's the the Rigi foul in the Man United goal builder. Oh, that was still great. great it wasn't a, it wasn't a massive foul, but technically it was a foul. And if it was the other way around. They'd be screaming for it. Exactly. But yeah. when you look through those photos, and there's just so many, and it's like Jesus Christ, like it. it do, and you, you, like you said, you feel for Wolves because if that was us, we'd all be absolutely fucking oh, over. Definitely, and, we, and within our right to be. But yeah, for me, it should have stood. Should have stood. Should have stood. We we walked. We should have walked away with a point each. And yeah. That's the way I look at it. Um, I wouldn't complain because it is what it is, um, and I just think I just really hope that the that the clubs get together and start pressuring the powers that be to get this changed with the Premier League. For example, the wherever you sit or whatever football ground, you can see that there's a screen at the side of the pitch that the referee can use, and it never ever gets used ever. That's and that Klopp said didn't he after the he, game? He certainly did, yeah. And that should be getting used because it's so frustrating where he's then taking his opinion from VAR and he could overrule it you know the referee can just go oh, no I'm, I'm happy it's fine leave it yeah. and that's the way it should be because he's in charge and it's it's all the same it's not a linesman anymore it's an assistant referee it's an assistant referee at Stockley Park and yeah. well it's more clear isn't it like we've seen in the, the, uh, the Club World Cup final where the, they couldn't make a decision on the um, the, on the penalty yeah yeah and, and then they've obviously went said to him come and have a look at this on the screen and it does like slow everything down and you're kind of waiting and you're like what the fuck's going on but well, at least at the end you can say well it's his decision he's the yeah. man in charge and he's made the ultimate decision mm. so then even if it's wrong you still give him shit correct it's better. Yeah. in a way because went Stockley Park and they're like who's making the decisions like it's like who's making the final one they all putting a vote in what's yeah. going on are they getting like, ruled out 2-3 to three or you know it, it's just one sorry it's still open it doesn't matter if you're looking at it on a screen in slow-mo these some of these decisions we've seen over the last couple of weeks they're still it's still open to interpretation. It's still someone's view. Yeah. It's th- like there's loads of them where you, I think Spurs fans were saying, like you know, the the Champions League final where Mane's hit it against was it Sissoko's arm? It was, yeah. It, it's not dissimilar to the place where they hit Lalana yesterday, albeit it's a bit lower and probably te- technicality. It's a handball, but it's su- such far margins. It's mm. like someone else could take a different view on that on a different day and a different game, a different yeah, time. Yeah, absolutely. So it's just. You need to find a way to make it more black and white because we brought VAR in to eliminate the grey areas, but all it's done is open more grey areas. Mm. Well, the, yesterday was a perfect example of VAR at its best and its worst. Yeah, it was at its best because it rightly ruled that we'd scored a genuine goal. Yeah, came off Alana's shoulder, Manny puts was, the ball in. That's what it was brought that's in. What, for. That's what it brought in yeah. for clear and obvious errors. Yeah, and then a few minutes later, Wolves get screwed over, and it is it is an absolute shame and. Like you said before, mate, I'd be fuming if that happened to us. But on the flip side of it, fuck it, another three points, one nil, get it. Yeah, so that's I mean. So you feel for Wolves, but at the end of the day, we've like you said, we've had that, we've had them against us this season, so I, we don't give a fuck. We won, we needed it. Yeah, put us thirteen points ahead of Leicester and fourteen ahead of City with a game, game in hand. Fifty-five points is staggering if you think about it. If we carry yeah. on like that, one hundred and ten points for a season, which is fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So. Man of the match for me, I thought was Joe Gomez. He uh, had an absolute storm. And he was he rid- ridiculous. Storm. He bailed Van Dyke Van Dijk out a couple of times with Indeed. Van Dyke's misjudged it. Like not like him. He had a, he didn't have his best game by any standard, but yeah, obviously Van Dyke's standards are so high. Any slight 
deviation from that is we think oh he's not he's not on the ball <laughs> whereas he's, he was still boss he was winning every header yeah there's a couple of times where Gomez Gomez's speed it's such an it's such a such an attribute just to you feel at ease when you come up against speedy players mm. like when Va- we came up against Vardy less than him have a shot on target yeah because you, you, we can defend in so many different ways we can pace pace we've got Gomez and Van Dijk but they're both over six foot so they can do, deal with height they're both strong <laughs> it's like anything you throw at them they can defend against it and I think that's why we've done so well this season even when we had Matip in there and Lovren for a stage they're, um, they're all good in their own ways to deal with all different types of attackers so I think that's why we've had a bit of um, good luck back there with the with mm. the good with the big fellas at the back yeah definitely not going to disagree there with Joe Gomez being man of the match uh, I, I, and on a, another different note just as a <coughs> sub man of the match I, I you know, want to throw Hendo's name in there as well I thought he was brilliant yesterday. He was yeah. he was looking for the ball at every opportunity when there wasn't very many out balls, and he was screaming at the forward three to make be making some more runs and stuff like that. You could see yeah. he was getting frustrated, um, but some of the stuff he was doing, where he was just get it and give it, get it and give it. You know, it was so Gerard and Alonso esque. Like it's Gerard, isn't it? Where yeah. he drop deep into the gaps and just scream, give me a yeah. And play it off, and then make runs in behind. It was like like Gerard done the exact same on that right hand side. And that's where Hendo plays, isn't it? Like, mm. No, he's pro- he's kind of sitting, but he's kind of not. He's filling in for Trent most of the time. You can see him on that right hand side. Yeah. So um, no, he, he was great as well. And I thought Lalana coming in, not out the cold, so to speak. He's been in in, in here and there, substitute appearances, and yeah, I thought he was boss as well. I know he played on played on the right side of. Plays basically right wing, yeah, which, no, which no one expected. I think yeah. when you see his name in the team sheet now, you expect him to be sitting because I think that's where Klopp's tried to train him into that that position. But I thought he was great, just closing down, just uh, never giving them a minute. Uh, obviously, got an assist. Yeah, fair play. So he, he was boss at the end of the day. But uh, for me, Gomez was far and away man of the match, and we got we got the vital three Not points at the end of the day, which is scrappy. What Champions elect, that's what they do. So yeah, well, that's that's our that's us fifty unbeaten home games. We've won forty and drawn ten. It's an unreal record. That never crazy. thought I'd ever see that. Unbeaten at Anfield in all competitions in two thousand nineteen. These types of numbers, you, you in two thousand fifteen when Klopp comes in, would you ever envisage that you'd be oh, going? No. Out? Obviously, we've always thought oh, Anfield's a difficult place to come, but we've 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 always fell far to some absolute dog shite over the years so yeah, it's, absolutely. Nice, it's nice to have these stretches of uh, being undefeated of course uh, and we, yeah, we've, we've we've talked about Wolves so we'll, we'll do a bit about Leicester as well because obviously we, we kept another clean sheet there well, that was six in a row after the Wolves game for uh, Van Dijk and Gomez but 4-0 against Leicester away from home what did you make of that one? that was one of the best performances I've ever seen that was just I was nervous about that game all day I was thinking you know I had I had the family around all day and my brother-in-law was saying to me, you know, you're nervous, you're nervous. I was like, yeah, yeah I'm actually, yeah, because yeah, it's, was, yeah. it's first versus second. Leicester playing really, really well, uh, especially at home. Rodgers got them playing superbly and I just thought we're going to be in for a tough game. I didn't think we'd, we wouldn't get the win. That was the one thing I thought we'd, I thought we'd get a 1-0, a 2-1, a you know, a scrappy game. But to go there and absolutely demolish them from start to finish was just Crazy. incredible. Incredible. Um, I think Trent was just on another level. He was just showing exactly why he's one of the best in the world. That was, his, I think, that was his best game I've seen. He was ridiculous, wasn't he? Just it was marauding. 
think, got, I think he got given two assists, but for, I don't know if the the penalty. I don't know if that's a technicality. If that's an assist or not. He's, don't know. he's whipped it in, and obviously Lord Farquhar's tr- tr- grabbed hold of the ball. Mm. So you into. So I don't know if that's an assist or not, but even still, two assists and a goal, and his goal was quality. Yeah, everybody me, was happy you picked him for Fantasy Premier League. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I love his loving it. Yeah. But for me, I thought Henderson was probably man of the match for me, up until, obviously, like... Trent scores. Trent, Trent gets that banger, yeah, yeah, 78 minute, and then the last 10 minutes, he was just, they were just firing it out to him every time. Yeah. But Henderson, even in that performance, what we've just been saying for the Wolves game, he was just dropping into those spaces, just keeping us ticking over. Like even if I think sometimes at Anfield, especially in the Wolves game, when we're just keeping it at the back, you can sometimes you can hear like the murmurs of the fans going, "Oh no, mm. don't want to play it around the back." But if teams, if we've got a lead, and teams are going to sit back, Wolf, like Wolves did in the first half, especially, we were just knocking it around. Yeah. And you could feel a bit of unease in the ground, and I was like, "Well, if you can keep the ball." Like obviously, second second half they changed it, and they were way way higher up, so we did, we didn't have that. That luxury in the second half, but uh, I don't know. Like the, the Leicester performance was just ridiculous, wasn't it? Like fifty nine percent possession, fifteen shots, and they didn't. And Leicester didn't have a sh- didn't have a shot on target. And you think James, just the uh, form Jamie, Jamie Vardy's in at the minute, yeah. To not and and playing sniff. at home as well, yeah. yeah. And to be away from home, yeah, it was un- unbelievable. The, the performance of the season that, um, obviously, you know Mike, who I go to the match with, and he said that for him that was the game, um. He was looking towards in December and thinking, if we win that, he has this sneak. He's just got this feeling in his head that he won't say out loud, that none of us will say out loud, but you know exactly what I'm thinking of, don't you? Yeah. He said that was the game that was <laughs> going to change it in his mind, where he now feels yeah. that that's it, now it's done. I personally don't feel like that because I'm still worried um, that it could all go tits up, but that was such a huge statement. That was just a basically Massive. fuck off, go away. The lot of you can just stay away from us this season. And we're going to go into this new into the new year on absolute fire as we have been since the back end of January. Yeah, it was just it. It was one of them games where you're thinking this is like not make or break, so to speak, but it, it was a real te- test of our credentials. I thought. Yeah, imagine if we lost that game. Yeah, there would have been like oh yeah, typical Liverpool, the usual shit that gets spouted. Yeah. We just went there and absolutely twatted them. Yeah, like the fit for me now scores his first on the, in the thirty first minute. But the, for the first half an hour, we were doing well keeping the ball. We just we had a couple of chances, didn't we? And we were like, oh, it's going to be one of them days where we just mm. fucking can't put them away. But we did in the end, ultimately, and we absolutely fucking battered them. Which was uh, just a nice, extra little birthday. Uh, not birthday, Christmas present. <laughs> it was a birthday present for Martin Barton because it was his birthday <laughs> on Boxing Day. Um, Martin Barton getting a shout out. Yeah, he, he, and Mike as well. Yeah, and Vinny last week. And Vinny last week, yeah. Well, well, do, you all... to, do you want to just rattle them all off now? Nah, the less than the sod off. But Weez is doing me heading. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, 4-0 to Leicester away from home. Boston, we obviously we just, talk, we just touched on beating Wolves at home. Even albeit the help of VAR, which is fucking a hot topic at the moment, but um, but it stands in good stead to go in into that Sheffield United game on Thursday. Yeah, you know, in in pole position to take another three points, um, because I think that's going to be so important for us. And I don't know if you've seen the video. You probably have. Where have you seen that City fan um, before the Wolves game? I don't know if I have actually. Yeah, so um, I'll just tell you a little bit of the story. Basically, City fan before they played Wolves at Molyneux the other week, um, 
he stood in front of a... It must have been on City Fan TV or whatever the bloody channel is. And he's saying that the FA's got an agenda against City for winning their third title because every team <laughs> that City are playing, they are, quote, softening them up for Liverpool. Because oh, he went, we, we're playing Wolves uh, tonight and then we'll soften them up. We'll probably beat them anyway. <laughs> you fucking didn't anyway. And then Liverpool will easily beat them on, on Sunday. And then it happened against Leicester. We beat Leicester and softened them up for Liverpool and Liverpool just wiped the floor with them. Um, and then we're um, we're playing Sheffield United, and then we'll soften them up. And Liverpool are playing them. So there's an absolute agenda about it. No, there's not, dickhead. That's how the fixtures are lying. Yeah, it's it is a coincidence, but it's just a coincidence that it's at the at quite a crucial stage of the season, and it's just exactly what I'm on the, about. The made at the start of the season, the fixtures. You went on about them then. Yeah, yeah, correct. <laughs> yeah, because you don't know, do you? Don't know yeah. where you're going to be. Yeah. So, and they all get changed anyway for obviously. TV rights and all kinds of shit. So, Correct. Yeah, you're all f- chatting shit. All of, I've seen loads of shit like about like oh, uh, the doping. Uh, Liverpool fans. <laughs> some bad. Klopp gives them a special tonic to make them more energetic. Get oh, to, get to fuck. Great. I, I'll I'll be it's doping in six months if I'm, if I see Hendel lifting that trophy. I'll be on it all night. Have you seen that tweet? Uh, <laughs> I can't remember what his name was. Sorry, but it was a. Uh, Fans saying Liverpool are going to be unbearable after not winning the title for thirty years. Oh yeah, well, if, you, if, if you poke a tiger, thirty years don't don't then cry when it fucking rips your face Correct, off. Correct, yeah, it's absolutely true. <laughs> it's true. It. Yeah, we've had thirty years of you've never won the Premier League, you've never won the Premier League, yeah. you've never won the Premier League. Well, guess what? If we do win it, you're going to get another thirty years of exactly. We have done now, so just fucking deserve every second mm. of it. So but you um, did you put a poll up I the other day? A little poll up trying to get some insight into what we could chat about what and, every, come up and everyone was saying let's do them all so let's do them all let's do them all so I think we've already touched on but Trent's form obviously this was I put this question out before the Wolves game I think and obviously yeah. the last game he was boss um, the game against Wolves he was found out quite a bit towards, especially towards the end I thought first half he was quite good obviously we were relying on him and box, balls into the box and stuff second half they've got a decent left back half in Agra I think they put Trey already over that on that side towards the end. Yeah, which is yeah, he, he was un, he was under a lot of pressure, wasn't he? But you know, at the end of the day, the amount of games that that lad's plays, he's you know, twenty one season and he's twenty one years of age. I'm going to give him a break. I'll give him a break if he wants to play like like he did against Wolves. That's absolutely fine because he still was part of a team that got the win. And at the end of the day, that's all I give a shit about. Yeah. That's the three points in the bag. It's in the record books. It's done. Um, he's allowed enough enough an off day. And he still, he was still, he wasn't, he wasn't his usual amazing self getting all the assists, but he was still a, one of our main th- threats going Correct, forward, like he yeah, always yeah. is. Like we, we know he's, sus- we all know he's fucking suspect at the back, defensively. But when you're so good going forward, and you've got the cover of Van Dijk and Gomez and Robbo, because yeah. Robbo was coming over us loads of times yesterday to try and help him, yeah. which was sound. But like you said, it's like all this talk about, oh, let's put him in midfield now. Can you just wait another seven years before yeah. that happens? I mean, why would you want to move him now when he's getting all the assists and? Yeah, don't move him. Leave him it's where just it is. Thing, and everyone wants the, another scouser, Gerard in the middle. And it's absolutely fine. I'm, I'm all for that and great. But let's have a let's have the greatest scouse right back ever. Yeah. Because we had that a little bit with Carragher, and then he moved into the middle. Yeah. So let's just have let's leave Trent where he is. He might be happy where he is. I'm sure yeah. he is. He, he's his defensive. Like I'm sure Klopp says to him, you need to get back, but. Hit, He's he's our, he's probably our main threat going forward. He he's yeah, so yeah. High, he's so high up. You've got Henderson over that side covering for him, or yeah. if not, it's Genie. Mm. And you've got Gomez who sh- shuttles over as well, just to cut cut off the space over there. 
So obviously we, we put all in place to get the best out of him. So we can't then moan about it when he gets found out. We all know he needs to, he needs to work on his defensive defensive side. That's clear to see. Those times where that Fanagra he was, he was pretty quick, was just knocking it round him, just mm. knocking it round him, running and getting round him like he wasn't there. And that's a worry. It is a worry, especially when you you on the loop and yeah. you've got fucking the beast that Adama Traore coming on. And you're like <laughs> shit. He's gonna get absolutely yeah, smoked here. Yeah, but. Yeah, he's got he's got a lot of work. He's, tw- he's still twenty one. I think he's not twenty two till next October. He's got fucking shit tons of like work to do. Like he's only you you peaked at what twenty seven. He's not yeah. even nowhere he's got near there. He's got and loads he's, of time. He's class now. and one of the best right backs in the world. So let's just leave it at that. Exactly. You know, his form's been brilliant. It'll continue to be brilliant. Yeah, and he'll be arg- arguably one of our players of the season come May. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, the second one was um, Van Dyke's hundred. Liverpool appearances. I think that was his hundredth. Yeah. Was against Wolves. So in that time, we we have got seventy four wins, thirteen draws, and thirteen losses. We've scored 228 goals, conceded eighty three, and got forty three clean sheets. Wow! It's Some stats. Then it's fucking ridiculous. Some that, stats. Yeah, that is. I mean, we, we, you know, we'll look back at. At that signing, and it'll be up there with Sammy Epier as one of the best centre halves we've ever signed in our, in yeah. our in, especially in my lifetime. Anyway, easily. Um, I loved the tweet that the Copite put up the other day about all the screenshots of when Van Dyke signed the contract and we bought him a couple of years ago, yeah. and everyone that wasn't a Liverpool fan was saying how much money oh, we wasted. Me, not me as well. Take off, take <laughs> good lad. Um, and it was like it was it was just so much abuse we got because of how much the the fee was and he was you know he was hashtag overrated and you know quote unquote what a waste of money and you know and all that sort of stuff and it's great when stuff like this works out because you yeah. know what everybody if they had 75 million would have bought Virgil van Dijk because he's that good and he's literally just changed our defence the way we play he's instilled confidence in, in us as a fan base because you know when his name's on the team sheet you think the, the odds of us conceding has dropped significantly yeah, exactly. he signs in January in January of 2018 and immediately, we already feel much better about Dejan Lovren playing alongside him. Dejan Lovren had a great six months with him, yeah. don't get me wrong. You know, we're, we're automatically then more comfortable with Carrius being in net because he's all, he's got a bit more confidence about him. Yeah. Um, we won't talk anymore about that. Um, <laughs> but he goes on to then, he's nurturing Joe Gomez and people are talking about he, he should be captain. No, he shouldn't. That's Hendo's job and we leave that to Henderson because that's his job and he's very good at it. Van Dijk does it from the back on a, on a game to game basis because he's got a really you know nice soothing healing voice like James Milner quoted yesterday. We also <laughs> listen to him on the pitch as well, and when you can hear him on the pitch barking yeah. orders, and we've not had that since Carra. And that's the thing, though, when Carragher wasn't the captain. Exactly. So, exactly, we've got leaders on the pitch, man. Yeah. We've got Endo, we've got the Milner. Leaders the better. Allison, yeah, got Robbo. Yeah, got, there's, there's leaders all over the pitch in this team now. That, that's different, and that's why we are we're the position that we're in yeah because of the players like that you know there's all these colossal is is the one word that always pops into my head with Van Dyke. that's the perfect word for me to describe him he's just a colossal human being he's a beautiful human being to quote a Brendan bl- Rodgers beautiful. he is he's amazing <laughs> um, yeah. but that number four is is the reason why we one of the re- main reasons where we are today 100% I've seen a, a good uh, article that I think it was in the Echo Carragher comparing him to Steven Gerrard and respect that he's, Van Dijk's got no weaknesses like obviously if you think of Gerrard 
I don't think he had any weaknesses either. Really, he was pretty mm. all, very good all rounder. Yeah, and when you think of like the greats of the game, I think he t- like Carragher talked about uh, John Terry. He was great. He was he was one of the best there's been in the Premier League. Mm. But he had weakness weaknesses. Obviously, the main one being pace. Yeah, and you go through like some of the best of them. There's always there's something where you can go well. You can get at him if you do this. Like you look at like like the Vidic. Yeah, if you throw some raw pa- raw pace at him. Struggles, correct. Just, if you go through them all, and you, but you think Van Dijk, he's good at everything. Mm. Like there's not only can't do, and I, I, I've I've run out of words to describe them. There like, is. He's just he's just one of them. He's just there is. tweet us some words to describe Van Dijk. Yeah. Just, just just one word. One word. He is just a, a beast. Yeah, we'll leave it at that anyway. And the, the last one was uh, obviously Takumi Minamino. How did you say that? Takumi Minamino, nice. not, not Minamoto. Not Minamoto. I've been practicing that. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I am so excited about this. I can't this. wait. So excited. I, I think it, it's broke to say that I, due to regulars, I don't think he'll play in the FA Cup. Yeah, Klopp said after the, the, the Wolves game that um, obviously we'll have, he said, Matt Phillips, who's came back from Stuttgart, and we'll have Minamino in uh, <laughs> Minamino. <laughs> Minamino. Just for fuck's sake. Again. Done it again. <laughs> That's him. Brilliant. Um, yeah, but, I don't know whether it's true or not. We'll wait We'll wait till the fifth, won't we, against the F to see what, whether he does play or not. Listen, what a great signing that is! We, we we sell Ryan Kent for a million pound more, and we and we get him in. You know, no disrespect to Ryan Kent, fair play to him. Scored yesterday for Rangers, and they won. You know, congratulations to Rangers. Yeah. We're not talking about Rangers. You know, we're not talking about Ryan Kent. We're talking about Minamino, and now we've just signed him for an absolute bargain. Seven point two five mil. I mean, if it, if his debut is in Sheffield United, which is the next game on Thursday, then is is the debut is going to be Everton in the FA Cup? Yeah, which is hopefully the last time. If those Everton... regulations are. Whatever they are, don't know. Doesn't concern me. I don't get paid to think about that. Van Dijk got a, um, a cheeky goal last time. We he certainly in the did. Club, we? So, so this should be quite good. Um, so yeah, I'll be. I'm just so excited to see that type of player because I'm pretty sure he's our first ever Japanese player. Yes. Pretty sure. Yeah. Um, so again, he, he brings so much more commercially. Yeah. By having him, um, you know, there's been so many good players coming from from that part of the world that have graced Europe and done really really well Nakamura being one for Celtic I love that yeah, lad Kagawa yeah. correct yeah. Jason Park, Park yeah. or from, or from that world. part of the world and I'm really excited to see what he can bring to, to our team because it's another dynamic you know God bless Trent uh, the Ox he's going to be out for a, a, a good few weeks I reckon yeah. and he's one of those players the Ox that brings from one line to the next and he brings the ball forward I think Minamino's that, that type of player as well you know, I, I think he's the type of that brings from the midfield into the attack. You know, wherever he plays across that three, he, he probably even can play for come off the bench to play in the front three, which is I imagine that's what Klopp wants to do with him. Yeah, well, like I said last time, he's, he played predominantly for Salzburg at right wing. Yeah, but he's also played left wing and centre forward, and obviously the t- on top he, of the he, garage and yeah, either side. He's like, but he's another player that can come in, and he's an, another good all rounder, versatile. Yeah. So you can put him in there, and obviously you can come in anywhere. It doesn't matter, and that's what we need more of. Obviously, we've got loads of them at the minute, but it's another good one that can come in. I saw a couple of good tweets from like Dortmund fans. Obviously, they've just signed um, Haaland, haven't they? Great signing that. And um, they were saying like I've just like I saw a couple of tweets saying I've, I've just watched like Haaland's highlights, and it yeah. made me realise how good Minamino is. Yeah, because obviously he's he's fucking teeing him up every time or he's linking play or feeding him in and getting him a goal so I can't wait to see what he's going to do like I said I was surprised by all he was I think he's 25 in January or something but he, he's got a 
few good years left in him. So he's yeah, I can't wait to see what he's going to do. It's going to be very interesting. It is indeed. So hopefully, I don't know if Klopp was right or not, but he he might or might not be ready for Sheffield United, which is our next game on Thursday. Yep, they're doing very well, eighth in the table. Um, really good away record up until obviously getting beat by City but yeah fantastic away record VAR again have you seen that the yeah ref- the, ref- the, ref- the referees in the way yeah What's going bullshit on there? isn't it so again Sheffield United were really unlucky there not to take anything from that game but yeah we've got to really got to watch out for them with, the, with their away form but I tell you what you, you read it out at the beginning of the pod uh, what did you say it was 50 games yeah unbeaten I, I'm, I can't see Sheffield coming away with the win Um you know, if, if that Wolves performance anything to go by, we, we we really have got to be careful. Well, I I, th- I was thinking like it, that Wolves game was a good kind of preparation for what Sheffield United are going to oppose. It's going to be a similar type of performance that Wolves have mm. tried to tried to replicate against us. But um, I don't know. The, when you look back at the previous game, I think it was in September. We just about beat them, didn't we? It was the yeah. G- the genie goal? Uh, Henderson had a uh, keeper. Henderson obviously, yeah, of course, made a howler. But I, I watched the highlight today because I thought. I can't even remember what happened in that game apart from that goal. Mm, yeah, and we should have we should have got a penalty. Uh, we should have conceded Ma- to as well. Yeah, Mane <laughs> was literally would have scored. Yeah, and he got chopped down, and we've had we had like Salah one on one, Mane one on one, Mane hit the post as well. Like Jesus Christ, like that's just, that game was should have been never been a one nil. Obviously, we, like you said, but there was a couple of chances of them towards the end of the game where he definitely should have scored. Yeah, but then they've proved so far they're no pushovers. Like eighth in the table, everyone had them down to go. Straight back down. Yep, so I did. their manager's done an, an, an amazing job. So and they'll they'll be chomping at the bit to to beat us because they know they can beat the top teams and they're they're pushing for the top four. And that just the fact that I'm saying that sentence is is incredible. You know, I've I've only got one friend who's a Blades fan, and he's he, I mean he's in awe just about being in the back in the Premier League after all these years. But to be talking about European competition at this stage, at halfway through the season, Crazy, is off to them. You know, they've done a fantastic. Yeah, uh, the manager's done a fantastic job so far it's not very often that a team comes straight up and goes that far up the table that quickly like, I'm thinking like Ipswich maybe yeah, yeah. years and years ago actually I think they got ended up getting into the they got into, into the UEFA Cup the UEFA at the Cup, time yeah. yeah. So Wigan were up there as well at one point weren't they yeah. as well so yeah fair play to them so can't can't take them lightly but I'm, I'm in prediction wise I think I'm I'm going to go 3-1 I've got I've I've got it I've got my row from early today. I'm feeling another clean sheet. I'm going to go for two 0 Good lad, two 0 um, right. In terms of uh, starting eleven, I don't think there'd be that many changes. I, I've I've wrote basically just catering for Lalana. Yeah, like I think Cater starts be... that game. I really thought Cater would have started yesterday. Yeah, um, but I, yeah, I think Cater starts definitely. Yeah, I think apart from that, there's, itself, there's, there's not that it? much we can really change in terms Picks of itself. Uh, like Salas Cater, Genie and Endo in the middle yeah yeah, yeah. I think so as well and then yeah the front three obviously picked themselves they've not been in the greatest form at the, at the minute but like we said we, we can't write write those three off the banter no exactly I really thought that Klopp was going to make some change to the front three yesterday I thought Origi would, might have come in I thought Shaqiri might have come in obviously before we found out about the injury yeah. I thought Origi was going to come on for, for Mane at first yeah but um, or Salah I'm surprised they brought off Firmino, didn't they? Yeah, end? he did. Yeah, um, but I know we're at home. He knows better than us, doesn't he? We're at home. We're, He'll make the right decision. They'll be fired up, like we said. But I feel like it. Sh- it should be 
not a formality, but it should be another one of those where we've got enough quality just to, get, to, the three to get the three points, and that's yeah. all we need at the moment. Correct. So yeah, I'm happy with that, mate. That will do. Look forward to it, and then we'll uh, we'll be back after to after Sheffield game to review that after the Sheffield United game. So that's what Thursday. So yeah, might be the weekend or the week the, the week after. So we'll see you guys next week. Yep. Have a lovely New Year, everybody. Have a great one, and uh, we'll see you in 2020. See you in a bit. Network.